Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Guy Daily with Naked Lance, the podcast where we'll be recapping every Garfield comic from A to Z, but not today. But today, of course, as usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Lance Gillstrap. Good evening, Lance. And what can I tell you? Cats off to you, but not today. <laughs> That's right, because... Well, still cats off to you, I think. Yeah, still cats <laughs> off to you. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be rude, Nick. But today we are going to be talking about the 2004 movie Garfield the Movie. Yeah, the movie Garfield the Movie. We both watched this movie for the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched it ye- yesterday, I think. And mm-hmm. a little bit this morning. I finished it this morning. And uh, it's available on Disney+, Plus. so if you haven't seen it, and if you got Disney Plus, give it, it a watch. It is an hour, a lean hour and twenty-two minutes. Yeah, it 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 flies by. Um, <laughs> it's not very good, right? I would call it excruciating, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Do you think it's good for a family movie, though? That's what I kept asking myself, um, and I think if I had kids, I would. I would I would hate this movie. If you had um, kids, I'd call the cops. All right, Nick. <laughs> That's going a little too far. <laughs> because I'd be but worried what I... you'd be doing to them. Yeah, I know. I got the joke, Nick. <laughs> but... Anyway, what I was saying is I don't think I would want them to watch this movie because it's just like a bad. There's so many more family films that are that are much better than this. And it's embarrassing to Bill Murray. Um, well, that was something to Breckenmeyer. <laughs> to Breckenmeyer. Are you a Breckenmeyer fan? <laughs> Not really. I think he's especially bad in this movie. That, so that brings up a couple things. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll start with Breckenmeyer. First of all, this is not John. <laughs> oh is, no, this is nothing. That's like... not his fault, though. No, no, but uh, but it's bad casting for John. Well, I mean, it's just bad casting in general because Breckenmeyer is just kind of just a shrug. He does not doesn't have much personality. But this this version of John in this movie, he's like a kind, sincere, uh, lovable man. He's not like yeah, he's still an idiot. He's still an absolute idiot, though. Yeah, he's an idiot, but he's not an idiot in the same way that John Arbuckle is, and he's also like not dead inside the way that John Arbuckle is, you know? Yes, exactly, exactly. He, they they really did not let him play John, and I think that that has to do with the family mo- movie aspect. I don't think they wanted him to be a sad sack. I think they wanted to like you know because they want to have this relationship between him and the and the and the vet and have her. Be, it'd be believable that she's into him. But why is that important for a family movie? Um, I don't know, because Garfield's already sarcastic and kind of negative. So do you really want to also like have this like sad sack? You you want some positivity in here. And Odie's, I mean, Odie's obviously positive, but he doesn't Odie's talk. Odie's the so. star of the show. Oh, for uh, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you go back to the Garfield cartoon, which is a, a cartoon for kids, and they didn't change uh john into some like uh that was the that was the 80s though no blood into it well, bled into the 90s at least i i, I okay. mean I, I think it was mostly in the 90s but yeah it's not the not 2004 when i don't know is that when entertainment got bad 
I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, one could argue that that entertainment got real watered down around the early aughts. That like that's when there was really bad CG. That's when uh, uh, that you could like you couldn't really do any mainstream rated R movies. Everything was just like super flat and watered down. Yeah, I was I was really hoping for a topless scene. Yeah, well, so that brings me to my first note about Garfield the movie. When it started, it said that this had brief, mild language. That was the only note about its its rating on the Disney Channel, which tends to which tends to like you know really lay things out because it's you know meant for families. Um, and I just could not find, I was waiting for the brief mild language and I was like, does Garfield say damn at some point? I don't know. It must've been very brief. Yeah. <laughs> like must... Maybe an extra said, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It definitely must've been a one syllable, uh, yeah. curse word, whichever it was. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, well, I'm going to back up a little bit even, <laughs> Because to, before before the label on the movie, well, the, be, before the movie starts, well, because we were talking about the casting, I wanted to throw out some some of the supposedly some supposed casting uh, choices that they were trying to make. Some some people that passed on the roles apparently. So did you did you read about this? No, I didn't. Supposedly, the role of John was originally offered to Jim Carrey. That is a that is a big ask of Jim Carrey. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen how he would have played John though, because he wouldn't have done it this way. He would have he would no. have uh, done something strange. Yeah, he would have done something strange. Uh, Two thousand four was like a Jim, like a more of ex- experimental, like j- artsy Jim Carrey for sure. Um, he would not have played it as John in the comics though. That he's that's too like Jim Carrey has to be more animated and big. Mm. He's not always though. Like you know, that was around the time of uh, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, he did. Well, actually, that's that's a good point. If he played like the kind of you know sad dope that he did in <laughs> Eternal Sunshine, then that would have worked. That's a good point. Um, someone else. I mean, I, this might have been paired. She might have been paired up with Jim Carrey, but uh, someone else. Geez, I already forgot the name of the uh, the veterinarian character. I always forget her name. Um. Oh, I I have forgotten as well. But the the John's love interest, uh, played by Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, one of the names they were trying to get for that role was Janine Garofalo. Very interesting. Very interesting. Can you imagine? I Jack, think that's, has, has Jim Carrey ever yeah. worked with Janine Garofalo? Um, it seems like they must have crossed paths. No, at some point. I don't think so, though. I I can't. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But that must have been at a point when this movie was in a complete was going in a completely different direction when it was just when they had more money attached to it probably. Maybe more money, but also I mean I can't imagine Janine Garofalo costs more than Jennifer Love Hewitt. Maybe maybe her rate was high. But but also no, I was talking about I meant Jim Carrey. Oh, right, right, right. But but like uh Janine Garofalo just has that sarcastic sarcastic air that would have been just yes. so much better for the movie. Liz. And, that's right liz it must have had like a totally different tone if they were thinking about about janine garofalo for that role i also i guess i was thinking maybe janine garofalo would have been a good garfield (laughs) hey i i'd watch that i mean i'll uh, you know i i was a huge janine garofalo fan and uh 
around you know in the in the in the nineties and through the early two thousands. Not that I dislike her now. I just was like really into her. Well, yeah, but you don't really see much for now. Uh, no. And the uh, another another casting uh, change that was an option was originally Jack Nicholson was considered for Garfield. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they would have animated him to look like Gar- Jack Nicholson too. I'll bet. Yeah, they will. They probably would have had Garfield constantly putting his his hand his, to his hairline. To his hairline to look back. The way that Jack Nicholson does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then one last one. Thomas Lennon is Happy Chapman, the role that went to Stephen Tobolowsky. Which, I mean, Stephen Tobolowsky was, was fine in the movie. He played a big... Yeah, t- the Tobes, man, he will commit to any role. That's the thing about, that I like about Tobolowsky. That guy will... It doesn't matter what terrible role you throw at him. He'll A, take it. B, uh, really commit to it. And C... Talk about it like it's high art. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to ask you about the casting, do you believe that the story that, that Bill Murray tells, that he originally agreed to this movie because he thought the writer was Joel Cohen of the Cohen Brothers, not the other Joel Cohen, who is sounds just like, like a, a, a Hollywood screenwriter? It sounds like a joke that he would make. But also, yeah, why not? If it's If it's one of those things where his agent is like, telling him this stuff and he's like this is voiceover work i don't like this is going to be a couple of days in the studio for me i don't care so he let his agents do the kind of the negotiation i could i could see that happening and then supposedly he like was rewriting his his claim is that he was like rewriting the dialogue as he was recording the voiceover he's like this is all terrible and that's when he realized this wasn't the joel the same joel cohen he thought it was which I don't yeah. believe that that he went all the way to to uh, recording voiceover when he finally realized it was not Joel Cohn of the Cohn Brothers that wrote the script. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say with voiceover though. Like, really is is like a day or two for him. So I could see him just like not seeing this as not because he's gonna have the script. He doesn't have to really memorize it. So I don't. I could see him not reading the script until he got there. Okay. Do you believe him? I don't believe him. I think he's just trying to make an excuse, like saying, like he's trying to like save his credibility. I think that's also very possible. He's really throwing uh, that Cohen guy. Is it Larry Cohen? Which which Cohen is it? No, it's Joel Cohen. Joel, oh, Joel Colhen. Right. Yeah, right. That's Spelled right. slightly differently from the Cohen brothers. Yeah. Hey, have you heard the term mark, marking out? It's like a wrestling term. Yes. So it just means you get excited, I guess. But I marked out when uh, I saw the striped pajamas, John's striped pajamas. Well, you you got, yeah, you got, uh, uh, that's that's one of my big notes was that's the only thing that John had <laughs> that they uh, they brought in was the striped pajamas. I got, I also got really excited. So you also marked out. Yeah, I very much marked out. Um, yeah, do you, do you have any, any, I mean, I can give you some of my notes, but if you have anything you wanted to say. I, I will say, o- overall, this movie is really, really bad. Um, there is, uh, a, it starts with Garfield saying, I hate Mondays. That's right. A- and then continues to just, if you were doing a parody of a bad movie, this it does every every beat, which is Garfield looking at the camera. He looks at the camera all the time. He like winks at us, literally winks at us. <laughs> Um, it, he says things like got milk. He's just, it's, it's just terrible. And if, if Bill Murray was rewriting this dialogue, then he should be ashamed of himself for what he wrote. 
The only, I will say, the only, uh, the only delivery, which is, it's still the terrible line, but the only delivery that I liked of his was, you had me, a chick magnet, then you brought home a tick magnet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Did you notice there's, like, a lot of, like, contraption stuff, like, especially in the beginning, like, for The Rube Goldberg? Yeah. I was gonna say, uh. Uh, who sponsored this movie? Rube Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your joke, but yeah, it's uh, uh, that's that that's funny because I was when he first does that, he really only has one Rube Goldberg thing, and he, he has, uses he has, it like three times. Well, he has one one Rube Goldberg thing that he uses twice, but then okay, he, twice. There, but then there's also like some weird Rube Goldberg setup that happens in like and hits Garfield. Yes, yes, that's true. That's a good, that's 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 a good point. Um, and it's and it's all in the first thirty minutes of the movie, and then no more Rube Goldberg machines. Like I thought this was gonna yes. be like I thought this was like a new a new thing for Garfield is that he like has all these contraptions. There's all these things that happen in it where I'm like, the more interesting thing would be to watch us see how Garfield set up this Rube, Rube Goldberg device. <laughs> also, the Rube Goldberg the d- device when he does the uh, uh, the got milk when he does that part. Um, right. he, he, it, it, the, the, the Rube Goldberg esque of it d- doesn't work. Like he pulls a string and then all this other stuff happens, but nothing, no, none of it makes any sense. Like, <laughs> I didn't even notice. Like I just tuned out it was like, oh, I guess there's some contraption or something. <laughs> like, who is that interesting for? I guess for kids maybe, but it's yeah. definitely not, it's definitely not something that Garfield does. Like why, why is Garfield doing this? Um, Here's a line that I wanted to play that I thought just was very weird. Oh my gosh. How low have I sunk? Guard, may I have some shoelaces, please? Oh, yes. (laughs) I I wrote that too. I was like, that had to have been Bill Murray's ad lib, right? Because he's suggesting that he would kill himself. (laughs) Is Garfield saying he wants to hang himself inside this this, uh, pound? He he gets... he gets caught and like it's is he's in the pound, and and of course it's done like an actual jail, right, right? Um, I do have my I do have a best line of dialogue, but we'll save it for uh the tomorrow show, show the Garfies yeah. tomorrow the Garfies and the Odies yeah, Garfies, yeah the Garfies and the Odies. Oh, uh, another note is that they uh they're really retconning Odie's origin story, which is just doing Lyman a complete disservice. They're erasing him from existence. <laughs> it's Lyman erasure for sure. Yeah. Um, um I was going to say this mouse character <laughs> they're like really mapping were they mapping on like drug a drug addiction to him at the beginning here? Sorry Garfield man, I couldn't help it. Look, when he sees oh, yes. you he expects more from me. Don't you get that? John's got those macadamia nut cookies I'm trying to maintain. You understand? Sure. As long as you understand. That was the the, the weirdest yeah. line to me. I'm trying to maintain. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like addicted to Macadamia nut cookies. To macadam- macadamia nut to cookies, which Garfield is then uh, a bad role model for kids because he's making deals with this junkie and and offering to provide him his fix if he'll do him services. So and yeah, good. It's I, I guess that was like an effort to uh, increase uh, the roles for people of color in this movie is to make the drug addicted oh. rat. <laughs> Give that role to Nick Cannon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so this is we we haven't brought this up. 
it's strange that Garfield is the only animated character in this. Oh, yeah. Like, every other animal than Garfield is just, a, they shot a real animal and then animated their mouth. I, I mean, it must be because they couldn't have afforded to have everyone else be animated, right? Yeah, it must be. Or it just looks like shit. But yeah, that, that must be it. It's just really weird seeing this, Garfield this was... hang out with these other animals. This was only a, a year or two after Gollum, right? It, it, it was close to Gollum, which was like this big was, groundbreaking CGI character. Yeah, it would have been like the yeah the year after Gollum, but they're not gonna they're not gonna mocap a a cat probably. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> but what, did they mocap somebody for Garfield? I don't know. I don't think anybody was mocapped. Um, I mean, I guess they could have mocapped a cat and just had the cat do different stuff for Garfield's movements. But they definitely didn't mocap anybody's face. I guess the only reason I brought it up because I read some like IMDb trivia thing about how this was so much more involved than Gollum was. Yes, that's ridiculous, and I don't believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is is Odie a dumb dog or or because Odie is the only animal in the movie that doesn't talk. Which he's also the only animal in the comic strip that doesn't talk. I think. I don't but, know. I mean, but he is a mo- great dancer. Yeah, in the movie, he's like very. <laughs> yeah, he. I guess that's all he does is dance. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't dance. Are we going to talk about the dance tomorrow? I know we're bumping up against a long episode today, but we have to. We have to talk about that scene. I just want to know: are we talking about it today, or are we talking about it tomorrow? I didn't have any awards for the dance, but he. I mean. Okay, yeah, un- then, unofficially, then, unofficially, he gets a Garfield for best dance for sure. So that that dance is my favorite part of the movie because it uh it, it's this part. First of all, Garfield teaches Odie to dance in this scene that doesn't make any sense except for to feed this next scene. They start dancing to this Black Eyed Peas song, and it's an extended <laughs> dance song. Then <laughs> Liz takes. John on a date <laughs> to go watch a dog show that she is judging. <laughs> yeah, they don't even sit they, together. <laughs> they don't sit together because he's not a judge. And he is the only one who has brought a dog to watch the dog show. <laughs> then the Black Eyes P Black Eyed Peas song starts playing at the dog show. Odie's just starts dancing and all it is is this dog hopping around on his on his hind legs and everyone is blown away everyone (laughs) thinks this is the most talented dog in the world and it's literally just a dog hopping the whole time they show him just hopping on his back legs there's no like wow like the dog show the stuff at the dog show is certainly going to be more entertaining than this dog just hopping around on his back legs (laughs) But yeah, and then Topolowski decides this is the dog. I need yeah, this the dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, I've got to steal this. This is dog. my ticket to Good Day New York or whatever it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's. I just needed to make sure that we were going to talk about that. Yeah, I think we got to close off the episode. But tomorrow we'll be back with more Garfield the movie talk with the Garfies and the Odies, our brand new awards show. So uh, until next time, can I see? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, Fonzie. All right. 
Stay hungry. The balcony is closed. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily. And until next time, stay hungry.